Thanks for tuning into this episode of Canacast. I'm your host, Eric Allstatter, Eisner Amper's National Cannabis and Hemp Practice Leader. Please welcome my guest today, Todd Shearer, a first vice president for business development specialty clients at Valley Bank. Todd has over 25 years in banking and finance and has been active in the cannabis space for over eight years. Welcome, Todd. Thank you so much for having me. Much appreciated. So, Todd, how does one become a cannabis banker? Oh, it's a long and windy road, but here we are. I have, uh, as you mentioned, a very long background in, in banking and in finance. Previous to joining Valley Bank, I was responsible for business development for a company that provided uh, debt facilities to cannabis companies uh, nationwide. So for about eight years, I uh, was active in traveling the country and working with uh, cannabis companies in originating and structuring uh, debt facilities and was fortunate and had been fortunate to work with uh, many of the leaders in the cannabis industry. Todd, what makes banking cannabis different than banking other industries? Well, there are a lot of things that make it different. The overarching reason why banking cannabis is more challenging than other industries is that cannabis is federally illegal. Our cannabis legal sales in 39 states around the country, cannabis itself is federally illegal, and, and that poses challenges both to the cannabis operators as well as to the banking industry. First problem is because of the limited access to banking, the business itself is very much focused on collection of cash. And when the companies have large amounts of cash, that poses problems as it relates to security and crime and additional cost in terms of storing and moving that cash. And that, that poses uh, particular challenges. And because of the illegality, the federal illegality of cannabis, when one banks a cannabis business, you must undertake uh, a really deep dive into the background of the cannabis operator itself, as well as the principals and employees involved in the business. So know your customer is extremely important. And that process of due diligence is a time-consuming problem. So it's challenging and it's time-consuming to onboard new cannabis banking customers. But overall, it's a fascinating industry, a fast-growing industry with a tremendous amount of opportunities. What does the competitive landscape look like for cannabis banking? It's interesting. It's, it's a, it, that is a constantly evolving animal. Initially, when the cannabis industry was, was sort of first coming to fore and legal states were arising, very, it was very, very challenging to find any financial institutions at all that would bank uh, the cannabis industry. Over time, that has developed, and initially the void was filled primarily by small state chartered banks as well as credit unions. More recently, larger banks have recognized the opportunity and have made the investment, uh, both in terms of capital and personnel, to develop cannabis banking programs. And, and Valley Bank is, is a great example uh, of that. Valley Bank is a uh, 93-year-old banking institution headquartered in New Jersey, a uh, national bank. And Valley Bank recognized the opportunity in the cannabis industry about, about three years ago. And it took about 18 months for the bank to develop the program internally, working very closely with the regulators. So 
you can see that it does take a, a fair amount of time to actually stand up a compliant banking program. And now that Valley Bank has been active in the space for an additional 18 months, we're constantly learning new things and coming out with new services to help support the industry. But it does take a long time to get started. So what we anticipate is this environment will continue to continue to evolve. And we expect that there'll be more competitors of uh, Valley Bank's ilk joining the space. And we welcome additional financial institutions to join the space. Todd, you mentioned services that the bank can provide the cannabis industry. What What is Valley doing differently than some of these other banks and credit unions you mentioned before? Well, there are, there are a couple major differences. One is because Valley Bank is a national bank, as opposed to a bank that's headquartered and does all its business within one state, we have the ability to bank companies that have operations in more than one state and provide them with a platform where they could have one login to their to their bank account in the morning and could visit their accounts in Arizona, Ohio, Pennsylvania, what have you, and and move money from one account to another account. So that in itself is a, is a, is a huge leap in terms of the cannabis banking scene. Additional to that, Valley Bank is providing uh, lending to the space. Valley uh, provides uh, real estate loans to our customers. And in addition to that, it's been publicized recently that Valley has introduced a new payment process called Valley Pay that is currently being beta tested uh, with one of the nation's large uh, multi-state operators. And we hope to have to market in several months after this after a successful beta test. And this, this payment processing uh, technology, we think, will be very helpful to the banking industry at large. Payment processing is always a very difficult uh, discussion in this industry. Does Valley uh, process credit card transactions for this industry yet? We don't. We don't. What we've offered, what I mentioned as an alternative, is Valley Pay, which is a closed loop payment system, very similar to your Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks app, uh, where one loads cash onto the uh, onto the app, and then when you visit the retail store, you simply pay utilizing uh, the app on your phone. So it, it does provide for a uh, for a cashless transaction similar to uh, to a credit card transaction, but is uh, not utilizing Visa or Mastercard to, to make that payment. We are doing that on a limited basis, but uh, not not currently providing that for plant touching businesses. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about the Safe Banking Act, and that's been on the table for for years now. What first of all, do you ever see that passing? becoming law of the Safe Banking Act? And if it does, what impact will that have on the industry? Well, Eric, I would say this. Your guess is as good as mine as to if and when legislation passes in Washington. I would I would not hold my breath for any uh, new additional legislation uh, to pass regarding cannabis, at least, at least in the immediate future. But certainly we would we would welcome additional regulations and additional guidance from D.C. It will certainly make our job easier and hopefully allow for a more robust financial environment for the uh, cannabis industry. It's interesting at the state level, I mean, New York and New Jersey were two states that recently legalized cannabis for recreational use, though you can't go to a store yet or a dispensary and buy cannabis in those states yet. Uh, What other states do you see as the next to legalize? The, The maps that we always see 
and legalization are always changing, always evolving. But what do you see as the next states? I think Pennsylvania and Connecticut are two states that will closely follow New York and New Jersey. It's sort of like the domino effect. It appears, you know, once one or two states do it in a particular region, then the surrounding states, you know, see the opportunity and and, and join. So I I think within the next couple of years, you'll see the vast majority of the Northeast with, with legal adult use sales. Yeah, you would figure that if, if you're a Connecticut resident, it's very easy to move into New York and New Jersey to buy a legal product there and bring it back across the state. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you were to go to a Massachusetts dispensary on a Saturday morning, one that was close to the New York border, you will see a parking lot full of New York and New Jersey plates. Do you see federal legalization in the near future, in the near term or, long, or, or, or short, in the short term or long term? I would say certainly in the long term. I think it's uh, unrealistic that we would see federal legalization in, in the immediate term. I, I, think it's, I think that's several, several years out in the future at a minimum. Yeah, I would, I would think with, uh, there's enough going on on the plates of, of the president and the House and the Senate to focus on rather than legalization of cannabis. Exactly. Exactly right. All right. Great. So we we have a couple of interesting years ahead of us, I would say. Fantastic. Well, thanks for listening to Canacast as part of the Eisner Amper podcast series. Visit EisnerAmper.com slash cannabis for more information and podcasts. And join us for our next Canacast podcast where we'll discuss other budding issues.